Glory to God. You are welcome once again to this podcast, The Fountain of Life. I pray that as you listen to this message, the revelation of God continues to work in your life, that you may see yourself move from one realm of glory to another, especially in times like this, where the children of God are supposed to stand and manifest indeed that they believe in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And in case you want to get in touch, please feel free to send an email, fountain.life12 at gmail.com, and I shall be in position to respond to you. In case you have any question, inquiry, or whatever, I shall get in touch with you. Glory to God. We live in very interesting times, and we continue to see things that shock us, and things that uh, make us think about the times that we live in, and how peculiar they are in the lead up to the soon return of our Lord Jesus Christ. And there are certain scriptures that were written uh, for us so that we adequately prepare ourselves. And there are things that we see now. And if (laughs) the Lord comes back and we are not adequately prepared, we cannot say that we never knew. Because these things are written in the word of God. And there are signs and there are things that continue to manifest before us. You know, the scripture tells us in Matthew 26, verse 41, Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. Glory to God. You see, as the world continues to move ahead of us, many things continue to change. And many things are seemingly more acceptable and the people who have always been in the back benches and in the background continue to push their agendas and they yearn for equality and they have a voice that is even louder than the majority because there are certain subjects that are so uh, borderline that you can either turn this side or the other side You either become a hero or the worst villain there is, regardless of the things that you have done in the past, regardless of your reputation. It's going to be torn to threads. Now, you see, when we see such people coming and advocating for equality, the funny bit is that most times the people who come and they are loud proponents of equality are the ones who want to be treated in a special way. How ironic. You say that you want equality, but you want to be treated in a certain way and to be put on a certain pedestal so that you are acceptable. And whoever doesn't seem to believe in what you preach is easily cast aside and they make sure that you don't get a platform. And they try as much as possible to destroy even the work that you've done, that there is no trace of you whatsoever. But you see, for us, the children of God, we are not supposed to be uh, easily driven by, uh, by, by the wind. We are not supposed to be easily defined by the attributes of the world. We are not supposed to be easily directed by things that are not in line with the word of God. And for uh, over a decade or so, the woke movement has been 
at large and they continue to bring in things that apparently we are supposed to align ourselves with in order to stay relevant, especially in times like this. So the things that were quote-unquote taboo are now supposed to be clearly defined also in our lifestyle, even as children of God. And in case you're still opposed to that, then you're called old-fashioned and you are... uh, uh, you, you are told to align if you still want to use your platforms without any kind of gag. You see? So, with the work culture, we see the trends change and we see people make certain claims that are either laughable or will even make you cry. I remember... Uh, in the book of Ezra, uh, uh, chapter 3, when the foundations of the temple were, uh, were established, that the, the, uh, that the old men who saw the temple in its former glory, some of them started weeping, and others, of course, were rejoicing, that people couldn't easily tell the difference between those who were crying and those who were weeping. Because the crazy thing is that those uh, who were uh, weeping were looking at the state in which it was and they couldn't even dare compare it to uh, the previous temple, Solomon's temple. While those who were shouting for joy and laughing and excited were people who were expectant that finally they were going to get a temple, a place that they would go to to worship. Now, we live in an environment and a state where there are people who have seen uh, they have seen the word of God in its purity. And they yearn for that especially when they see the things that are happening now. And you find such people really downcast and wondering what has happened to the world as is. What has happened to the world as is. And of course there are those who have seen the word of God, then they saw the perversion then came about, and now they're a bit excited about the remnant who seems to uh, to arise, who seems to stand and manifest the true word of God. But you see, each one of us has a part to play, and each one of us has a mandate to stand, especially in times like this, lest we shall be found inadequate. We cannot be ignorant of the enemy's devices, and these are people that are continuously uh, offensive. They keep on marching and coming into our territory. And if we are not able to stand, we can easily be swallowed up. I saw a clip a few days ago uh, from uh, a Twitter page uh, about the work preachers. Now, there was this gentleman who was talking about uh, the transgender and in relation to the Bible. And he quoted, okay, he didn't really quote, but he narrated 
the portion of scripture from Matthew uh, 23, which uh, talks about our Lord Jesus Christ, how he wished to uh, 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 to take care of Jerusalem. You, you remember that portion of scripture in uh, verse 37, where he says, uh, uh, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I've wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks. So he was talking about this portion of scripture and saying that in this element, the fact that the Lord Jesus Christ was able to equate himself with the mother hen and want to gather the children like a hen gathers its chicks, it means that he supports the transgender. Excuse me? He did stop at that. Then he went on and talked about, uh, you, you, you remember the washing of, of the disciples' feet in John 13? He went and talked about this, that apparently it was the work of the women. And the fact that the Lord Jesus Christ did it means that he also supports the transgenders. Total, total stupidity. Stupidity. You know, there are some people who are now at the forefront of cluelessness that they wear a certain badge of foolishness as an honor. And they try as much as possible to discredit the work of the Lord and advocate for, for a gospel that is going to lead so many people to destruction. They are ancient truths and they are things that are written in the word of God and we cannot afford to defile them. We cannot afford to change their meaning. If something is written in a certain way, that is how it's supposed to be. And that is how we are supposed to interpret it in its truth, in its purity. We are not going to get the word of God and trying to align it with certain beliefs to stay woke. Impossible. Impossible. Our Lord Jesus Christ, in the true definition of purity, in the true definition of our Lord and Savior, in the true definition of love, did not come so that the gospel can be perverted. You know, the scripture tells us uh, about the children of Issachar who had an understanding of the times and knew what Israel ought to do and all the brethren were at their command. This is the time for us to arise as children of Issachar so that we are not found asleep. Because in times like this, where deception is on the rise, where deception continues to manifest before us, and the cup of iniquity is so full that all that is left is for us to gulp it if we are gullible. And, and you see, these are things that are being taught in certain institutions. These are debates that are being had, and these are things that are being widely discussed so that they are much more acceptable and our time to arise is now 
our time to manifest the true gospel is now. For how long are we going to try to be acceptable by the world? For how long are we going to try to be understand, uh, uh, understanding with the world in regards to things like this? Look at how the church has been put on a pause the last few years and anyone who has tried to stand on the faith has been mocked. I remember, uh, was it last month? Yeah, it was last month, December, when uh, the great man of God, Mark Aslam, went to be with the Lord and how people were mocking him because apparently he was anti-vax and so forth. Okay, they can say whatever they want, but for a man who was able to stand on his faith, it doesn't matter how certain things pan out. The most important thing is to stand on the Lord. You know the scripture in Luke 8, 18, where, where the Lord says that when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on this earth? How often are we able to go to the very end and trust in the Lord and say, regardless of what happens, I do not care. I'm going to believe in our Lord Jesus Christ. The perversion that is in the world right now has made us compromise on so many things that even things that we're unfamiliar with, we easily accept them. Apparently, just for the sake of peace. But you know that this is something that is affecting your conscience. You remember in the book of uh, Genesis 11, how Noah was continuously vexed by the things that were happening. Yeah, I quoted the wrong scripture. It's Genesis 19. <laughs> Genesis 19. Noah was continuously vexed by the things that were happening. As you can imagine. And there are things that we cannot allow. It's okay for someone to go and do whatever they want. They have made their decision. Okay? But it's different if they are trying to force it on the children of God. It's different. You do not force people. And whoever is of a different opinion, you try to label them all sorts of names and try to kill whatever they say. Is that how it's supposed to be? The gospel of Jesus Christ is pure. Glory to God. You see, there are times when we, the children of God, have got to stand. And there are times where we have to make a statement and show that we are not gullible. It's one thing to talk about all the promises of the Lord and talk about all the wonderful things that are supposed to happen to us, especially in times like this. But when the worst comes to the worst, we fall because we are scared of the repercussion. Hmm. 
and hidden in our closets and just pray. At a certain point, we have to act and reject the evil that is happening before us. Amen? We were never meant to be this fickle. We were never meant to be hidden. The scripture talks about us being the salt of the, of the earth. Matthew chapter 5, verse 13. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Therefore, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. This is the time for us to arise. This is the time for us to showcase the purity of the gospel and lead more and more people to the light of God. For how long are these people have to, uh, going? To, for how long are these people going to have the platforms to spew all kind of filth? I understand they made their decision. It's okay. Well, they rejected Christ. It's okay. But don't try to force the children of God into your beliefs by coming into the area. How does someone go and quote the Bible and say that because Jesus said that how long he's wanted to take care of Jerusalem like the same way a hen takes care of its chicks, that that is him in support of the transgenders. How? And we sit and listen to that. And we are quiet about it. Because the word of God is so sacrosanct. It is something so valuable that if someone says something that is scratchy to your conscience, it's supposed to make you pensive and think about it differently. Think about our Lord. Do not let anything defile you. Because there are so many people, especially in times like these, who are after their own agendas. And they may seemingly look like they are part of us, but they are not. Do you know what the scripture tells us in First John chapter 2, verse 19? How they went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they may be manifest that none of them were of us. So that's where you see some of them who wear robes and seemingly are in the church and coming and propagating such kind of agendas. 
They are not a part of us. And especially in times like this, we know even some of the things that have been told uh, to us in the past and even the things that are written in the Word of God. We all know about the apostasy that is bound to come where people are going to depart from the faith. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter days some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron. And when someone's conscience is dead, they're not going to care what they tell you. It's not like they're just lying to you. Because a lie is, is, is at a very low level. This is the utmost peak of deception. Where you make the lie truth. And someone gets so emotional about it. So emotional about it. That it's almost believable. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? You see, Jude 1.3 tells us to contend for the faith. And this is the time for us to contend for the faith. This is the time for us to preach Jesus Christ. To preach about our Lord and Savior in purity. As you walk each and every day, what is it that you want to see, especially in times like this? What is the kind of world that you want to see? And what is the kind of environment that you want to see for your children? Are there any movies that don't have agendas? Are people that we align ourselves with that do not have agendas? Because the, per- the perversion of the world is not going to end. True. And we are in the last of the last days. It's understandable if they do their things because, well, each one of us has a choice to make. You know the scripture tells us in Deuteronomy 30, verse 19, that have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Therefore, choose life that you and your seed might live. So if they have chosen another pattern of life, it's okay for them. It's okay for them because the choice was set before us. But it's different if this person who made a choice is now coming into our environment and trying to make us also follow their choice. That is different. That is something that we reject. If for you, you've chosen to be transgender and that is what you believe, okay, well and good. But do not come into the church trying to force us to believe that and, and, and soul win us. don't work that way. For something that is so sacred, like our faith, it cannot be compromised. It cannot. For how long are we going to cry out unto the Lord? That Lord when? Lord remember us. But the time is now for us to arise. 
you know Isaiah 6:22 tells us that a little one shall become a strong nation and no a little one shall become a thousand and a small one a strong nation i the lord shall hasten it in his time it's our time amen it's our time to stand it's our time to show that our relevance to this world is by us not defiling the truth of our lord jesus christ to continuously pray I want us to continuously watch that we may not be found sleeping I want us to continuously stay away from the so-called work culture for the sake of just fitting in with the new normal quote unquote and apparently the new surroundings and the new standards of the world as is who even defines these standards hmm. our relevance is only in Jesus Christ and who are the kind of people that we associate with and who are the people that we fellowship with people that we work with what's our congregation what is our pattern of thought what is it that we hold acceptable and what's the kind of relationship that we have with our father and if we do not know certain things like the scripture tells us if any one of you lack wisdom let him ask of the lord let us ask for wisdom from the lord because we cannot afford to be swallowed up It's crazy. It's crazy. And things continue to fall before us. And there are even greater and greater decisions that we are bound to make in the next couple of days, weeks, months, years before the Lord returns. if something is not in the word of god and is against your conscience do not accept it because the bait of the enemy is so subtle supposed to be good servants of our Lord Jesus Christ and we are supposed to showcase the standard that was given unto us and we cannot just go around and say that we are his sons you know the scripture tells us in John 1:12 but as many as received him to them he gave the power to become the sons of god 
we are his sons because he gave us the power. But if you are his son, what is it about you that shows that indeed you are his son? What's in your DNA? It's supposed to manifest. I know a lion cannot give birth to a god. So if our Lord Jesus Christ is holy, you're supposed to manifest that. Amen. And regardless of what is happening around you, of course, there are times where all you have to do is stand and do not be moved. Like the scripture tells us in Ephesians 6.13, how we should take up the whole armor of God that we may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand and not be swayed. Glory to God. I, I love a great uh, gentleman, Jonathan Isaac, how he was the only one to stand, uh, was it two years ago, at the peak of the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, he was the only one to stand during the national anthems. He, he wrote a book which comes out uh, in May, Why I Stand. And for him, the major reason why he stood safe because he doesn't believe that his identity is defined by his race. He believes his identity is defined by our Lord Jesus Christ. And the woke mob was having none of that. Mocking him and saying all sorts of crazy things just because he was able to stand. What is it that is before you that seemingly pierces your conscience? What is it that we've willingly or reluctantly accommodated just for the sake of appeasing others? We cannot afford to do that anymore. It doesn't matter if you're alone you'd rather step out from the crowd and stand on the ultimate truth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because at the end of the day, each one of us is going to face the judgment seat of Christ. And you are not going to be judged based on how you were more accommodative of others, regardless of whether they were leading you to darkness or not. It's all about standing on the word of God. Let us have fellowship with people who have like minds and push the same kingly agenda in regards to our Lord and Savior with the word in its purity. May that be your portion in the mighty name of our Lord. God bless you.